Welcome to Songs and Stories, the not-for-musicians-only music podcast. Hey there, everybody. Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories, episode number 148. Finally, (laughs) I finally got around to this again. I just realized I missed July. I tried to get to this in July, and I didn't. I'm sorry about that. Hope you missed me. I missed you. Um, We're in midsummer here, so I've been playing almost every week in wineries and a couple little clubs and um, working on new songs and balancing the day job with a series that my wife and I also run out in Coralita. So doing a bunch of stuff and my own shows, which is really fun. But uh, I kept trying to get around to this, and I didn't. But I finally did, and I think it'll be worth it. I think so. I hope you will, too. Um, really quickly, before we get into our very special guest today, who is Kenny Butterell. You'll hear about more him, more about him in a little bit. Uh, a couple of new things on the website at michaelgaither.com. I have a new video up for my song, Hang It Up. John Bagel and I did a show last week at the Haute Enchilada in, in Moss Landing, California, just north of Monterey, and to promote that, we went on K-Pig Radio, and my, my good buddy, Richard Newman, who's a fine, fine videographer and just a really cool guy, uh, offered to come down, and he shot us on a GoPro, a handheld, and he cut together three new videos, including Hang It Up, uh, a take on Entertaining an Angel, and my new song about corporate speak called Best of Breed Romance. You'll find Hang It Up on YouTube and on my blogs page. I put a little behind-the-scenes post with the video there on my blogs page. So have a look at that if you'd like. There'll be more coming up soon. I'm going to stagger them about a week apart. So thanks again, Richard and John and John Sandage and K-Pig and and Frank for giving me the K-Pig logo to put in the video. They came out really nice, and I'm very happy and and humbled to have talented friends who, who come to my rescue and help me out and do cool stuff like that. Today we're going to be talking to Kenny Butterell, and again, I mentioned I've been busy, and I just meant to get around to this sooner. We talked, Kenny and I, probably two months ago, and um, I went up to his home in the Santa Cruz Mountains at the the end of a long dirt road, which we'll hear about too in song form, and uh, we talked about just how he's always been a songwriter, and he kind of came to being a performer late. He was always just a guy writing songs. He's just finished his second album called Troubadour Tales. He spent 10 years putting it together, and he includes people on it like Zoe Muth, Audrey Ald, Ray Bonneville, a co-write with Washboard Hank from uh, formerly of Fred Eaglesmith's band, Cindy Cashdollar, um, the last vocal performance of our dear of our dear friend, of the dear Sarah Elizabeth Campbell, David Greer, just a whole, Donovan's on this too. I mean, there's all kinds of just really cool people, which is, I think he spent 10 years collecting these great performances and putting them to his songs. Um, it's a great record. It's called Troubadour Tales. A little bit about Kenny. He divides his time between the U.S. and Canada. He stays down here in the Santa Cruz Mountains, and he also um, spends a lot of time up in Toronto. So um, I'll let you tell him, I'll let you tell, I will let, it's been a long day. <laughs> I'll let Kenny tell his whole story, and we can hear about him and hear a couple things off the new record. And he'll play for us, too. This is going to be a nice, long, fun interview with a very relaxed, fun guy. So let's hear a couple of things off the CD, and then we'll hear Kenny play for us up in the Santa Cruz Mountain Mountains. I want to hear a little bit of 
good thing that couldn't happen here. It's kind of a, a tribute to political news, and it features Ray Bonneville on harmonica, which if you're a Ray Bonneville fan, you'll be able to tell right away. We'll hear a little bit of Dead End of the Dirt Road, which I, I like that song because it, it was kind of a fun challenge. Finding his cabin up in the Santa Cruz Mountains, and I can see why it's such a cool place. It's quiet, and you can write a lot there. Um, that was a co-write with Hot Washboard Hank, and it features Audrey Ald on harmony. So a little bit of good thing that couldn't happen here. Dead End of the Dirt Road off Troubadour Tales, and then we'll hear a lot more from Kenny Butterall. Pimps and thieves of criminal creed With counterfeit profits from corporate greed When the money changes win we always lose Cause they buy the rumor then sell the news No one can stop them it's all in gear Good thing that TV news used to bird dog for people But like the suits now they're just as evil With sacred whores they stay well connected If it bleeds, it leads Hey, thanks for the fear Good thing that couldn't happen here Money, 
enough time to make some dough And it's back to the end of the old dirt road Dead end of the dirt road is good enough for me Dead end of the dirt road is spelled serenity To officially meet, we've been yakking on Facebook for a, a while now, and we have lots and lots of friends in common. We sure do. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it's great. It's great to finally get together here. Yeah. What a great place too. I'm all of a sudden, we're up in the mountains, and you know, you, you can see Long Prairie on a clear day. Now it's kind of overcast and rainy, which is sort of equally beautiful. But we're surrounded by trees. Uh, this is probably a great place to hang out and create and write. And you've got two dogs, so you know, bonus points, you know, for the dogs. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So this new record, um, Troubadour Tales, this is your second album, and you said, you, you said there was one of the quotes that I read, you said you were sort of surprised to do a second album, or you weren't sure if you were going to do a second album, or third? It's actually my, it's actually my third album. Okay. Um, what happened was, uh, back in the late, in the 90s, late 90s, uh, there was a company, the granddaddy of online music. Mm -hmm. uh, IUMA, Internet Underground Music oh, yeah. Archive. That's right. They were hosting 5,000 artists. And uh, I had I was pitching demo cassettes to uh, pitching demo cassettes to people mm -hmm. uh, in L.A., Nashville, and uh, etc. And uh, without success. And uh, one day, Iuma I put three songs up there. One day, unannounced, Iuma decided to do charts. And uh, out of those charts, we came out really well in number one folk, number two country, number seven college, number thirteen overall wow. out of five thousand. So something in my head said, cool well, for charts. That, that, yeah. that's uh, good information, and, and uh, that, that's the Somebody art. Somebody likes this. This is the yeah. art chart before everybody started to download their own music, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we thought, well, that's that's something. Let's, mm -hmm. So we, we, we grabbed uh, 12 demos and uh, and uh, took them to the disc makers and mastered them and made a CD called No One You Know. Mm, okay. And J.J. Uh, uh, Kale and Tony Joe White are uh, heroes to many, including me. And uh, their music is appreciated a lot more in Europe than it is uh, over here, so we decided, well, let's just let's throw it uh, over the across the pond, mm. and uh, it did really well and generated a what was called the first Americana crossover number one country single hit uh, in Europe wow. on a singles chart. Which was uh, how far can we go? Mm. Wow! Which I usually end every show with, mm -hmm. and. Uh, and I thought, well, now somebody will record my music. I proved the accessibility of it. Right. But that didn't happen. <laughs> so then we it's decided. It's a story. Yeah. Good. So then I said, well, I'm, I'm going to make a record. So uh, I had a batch of songs. I spend about half my year up in uh, Canada, right. a, co a cottage that I've gone to since I was a toddler. And we're in Santa Cruz today, by the way. Yeah, we're in the, yeah. But, uh, uh, but up there is where I've written probably three quarters of my music at this uh, Balsam Lake cottage. So uh, uh, we decided to do the, make a record and, and uh, uh, had a batch of songs and uh, we, we uh, invited a bunch of people. We had Norton Buffalo on it, and Ray Bonneville, John Lee Sanders, uh, a cameo from Larry Hosford, Jim Lewin uh, came in. I Jim, was going to say my buddy Jim Lewin's all over your new record. I love Jim he Lewin. He is. Uh, yeah. Jim Norris did almost all the percussion on the last mm -hmm. on that one and the new one. 
and uh, anyway, a lot of a lot of people on it, uh, and uh, uh, at that time, I, it was the CD was called Just a Songwriter, and that was my mantra. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wasn't a player; I just was making. I could produce records and uh, and uh, write, I liked being a songwriter, and that's all I really wanted to do. And so we released uh, Just a Songwriter, and it did really well, and uh, it went into the the Americana Music Association charts even. Wow. At uh, got to number thirty, no video, mm -hmm. no uh, no shows, no no nothing, and uh, then we thought, well, now somebody will record my music, <laughs> but they didn't. And so then this cottage I talked to you, I mentioned to you, I had to buy that out. So that kind of took my life in a different direction for a while because it was red tagged and I had to rebuild it. Right. So I all all along I kept writing uh, songs, and so then. Uh, in December of 2012, um, I was talking with Rex Bell of Rex's Blues Fame mm -hmm. uh, Towns, uh, right. Van Zandt, and he was ill, but he'd been running Wakes for Towns for 15 years, mm. since 1997, when Towns died. And I had a song on just a songwriter CD called The Towns You Left Behind, mm -hmm. yeah. and he said, you know, this is going to be the last Wake, you should, probably, you should come down to Texas and play that song. And I said, well, you know, Rex, I don't do that. Uh, that seems like a, a long way to go to play a four-minute song for 80 drunk people. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, he said, well, think about it. The last wake, then people down here, would, they should probably come and they'd love to hear your song. And, and uh, so I said, well, let me think about it. So I thought about it, and I thought, well, I might have a regret not going to do this. And so I, I did this. I went down to Galveston, Texas, and, uh, and, uh, uh, and it was town songs all night long. <laughs> Uh, the bar, his Rex's uh, bar held 80 because it was supposed to be the final wake. There was 160 people in there. They were mm -hmm. wrapped around the cast mm -hmm. register, half a dozen people from Europe. And uh, that was the first time I ever played live. Ever. Really? Ever. And so... Uh, so you were just a songwriter. I right? was just a songwriter. Yeah, yeah. And never with a band. Right. Ne the only time I played live was with Layman and Norris uh, uh, or in the studio mm -hmm. uh, doing live uh, rhythm tracks with people. Right. So that was a pretty in I was that was a pretty interesting experience and, and not a bad debut gig. It was in intimidating, but it went sure. well, and I thought, well, maybe we'll try some more of this. So that was kind <laughs> of the impetus to to go uh, do that, and and um, it's kind of like when I did just a songwriter. Maybe that was uh, in the Joseph Campbell mythology thing. I was supposed to go do it, you know, your own journey, mm -hmm. and that's your calling. Mm -hmm. And I didn't. I, I rejected it. So this time around, I said, well, we'll make another record and, uh, and we'll go play. And uh, ever since I said yes to the universe about playing, all these wonderful things have happened and all these mm -hmm. wonderful people have come into my life, mm -hmm. including uh, uh, Donovan from the Beatles era and right. Red Volkert and Cindy Cashdollar. And uh, a number, uh, bon uh, Ray Bonneville was with me before, but uh, it's just been an interesting experience. And, I, and I, in the last two years, I've probably played with 50 different musicians. I have a group here, that I, uh, but I don't wear out my welcome, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, locally. Um, That's smart though, too, because you can do that. You can just overdo it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, but it's been, a, I've been up in, uh, well, the way I, my mode of operandi is uh, I come up with a, a set list or set lists, and I, I send MP3s to people and uh, corded uh, lyric sheets, and then I get up there a day or two before and we run through the songs. And then we do the shows, and so mm -hmm. we've done this in Vancouver, in Ontario, um, in Austin, Texas, in Minnesota, uh, 
uh, ju uh, just lately in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, for a, a wow. doing a, they're doing a special project uh, tribute of just Tulsa people mm -hmm. for JJ Kale. Oh. So I'm the only uh, I'm very feel very blessed. I'm only the only non-Tulsonian invited uh -huh. onto this record, and so that was pretty cool. And I got to play with Kale's uh, remaining a couple of his remaining friends. Uh, when I played there, mm -hmm. so that it's been a pretty interesting uh, run since uh, since I decided to, to uh, get out on the road a little bit. And it was almost an afterthought. Well, it wasn't wasn't your original plan. It was I, no, it wasn't my plan at all. I just wanted to sit sit here, uh, sit up here, and he's and 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 be that uh, eccentric, reclusive mountain man, and and uh, write songs and uh, and uh, produce records. I enjoyed doing that. Mm -hmm. In fact, I had good advice from from. Uh, uh, Ray, our, our, our mutual friend Ray Bonville and uh, uh, the late uh, Willie P. Bennett, who was really a big supporter of me. He was an amazing musician. I was reading the, the liner or something. I, I didn't realize you guys were friends. He was just an amazing. He played with. I, I knew him from from Fred Eaglesmith, and just you know the with the, with the harmonic and the rack and the mandolin, and he had so much energy and spirit. And he was such a great musician. Yeah, he was. He was. He was kind of like the laughing Buddha to me in a way. Yeah. You know, the big yeah. giant, gentle giant. Yeah. And he played in that Fred Eaglesmith band. That was probably the best incarnation of Fred's band was uh, uh, when Washboard Hank and Willie P. Yeah. and Ralph. That's, that's when I first, you know, first, you know, got introduced to Fred's music was that band. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so Willie, Willie would say uh, he was. I told you I had to buy out this cottage and then rebuild it. And mm -hmm. So he was my first guest at this cottage, and he brought me a. Oh. Uh, one of his writing guitars is kind of like a housewarming gift. He was going to getting ready to hammer nails with me. Uh, to do a rebuild, and mm -hmm. uh, and he says, don't worry about uh, people giving you a hard time about uh, not playing. This is back in '06. He says you got a good life. He says I'm running 200 days a year on the road with Fred, and it's a hard life to do mm -hmm. for that one or two hours uh, at night. And uh, he says, but when you're ready, I'll be ready with you. Uh, that type of thing. Uh -huh. And uh, wow. And so, uh, and then he passed away. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and. Uh, and so that was a very sad time uh, for me, for everybody. And uh, and uh, that anyway, skip ahead, skip ahead. Uh, we made this new record, and I decided I had decided to play. And he's certainly on my shoulder now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. So for this new record, are you are you playing out? So you did do the show last weekend. We did a show uh, locally, local, yeah. locally at Ugly Mug, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it went uh, pretty well. Uh, band was really tight. I was very pleased. Uh, uh, did you have Jimmy Norris and Jim Lewin, or who, who, who played uh, with you? I, actually, uh, uh, Toby Gray oh, uh, nice. came in and played percussion for us. Okay. And uh, uh, you know Bob Carter is a Rackheart Mando player, so he's mm -hmm. kind of my regular, one of my regular guys here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Leroy Rick Hornbeck, uh, bass player. He's my regular bass guy when I'm here, longtime friend. Uh, and uh, Dave Davis, a uh, uh, guitar player. He's been with me ever since I decided to go play. And he, yeah. he uh, we're heading, uh, we're talking here right before I head out to Canada, then on to Paris and UK. And Dave Davis is vacationing in Germany in the, this summer, and then he's coming over. To, uh, to the UK and Scotland to play with me, mm -hmm. and so same deal. Uh, the others have MP3s and corded lyric sheets, and we've got 
Uh, about eight dates in uh, Scotland and uh, one date in Paris. Oh, that'll be fun. And, uh, and uh, so that's what we're, that's some of what's upcoming over there. It's really amazing. I've done this too. When you, when you, when you have people of that caliber, you can just send them a chart and a recording and they listen to it and they go, okay, and they probably run through it on their own. And, you know, a couple, like, you know, people of that, that are that good, you know, one rehearsal and you're, you're pretty much good to go. You know, and it works because so you, you don't have, you know, most people, a lot of people don't have the luxury of traveling with an eight-piece band worldwide. That's that's very, very resource-intensive. No but if you have your tunes organized and you have the right players, it works. It, it really works. does. And uh, yeah. uh, I've, I, I've been blessed by being able to play with people that uh, are really, really terrific seasoned uh, musicians. They mm -hmm. have quick studies. They get... They get the feel and the groove of the music, mm -hmm. which is really important in what I'm doing. Uh, people worry about dead air sometimes, but uh, dead air in some in the song is sometimes a good thing. Well, there's dead air. Know. There's dead air and there's space. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah. I mean, when I when I first started playing, it's like, you know, the, the people you play with. I think when you first start doing this is yep. when you first start doing this, um, you know, you work and work and people when they first start, think they have to play a lot. They have to play over everything. And um, all of a sudden you get to a point where, I did at least, where I had a different sort of caliber of players with me and we were, we were practicing and all of a sudden just things sounded way better and all I realized, well, I had, I had Steve Acello on stand-up bass and I had, you know, Day and Kai on Cajon and, you know, just the caliber just kind of went way up and you realized you actually didn't have to practice as much because the people you were working with were that good. Right. More, more practice is always better and it's more fun, but sometimes, you know, and sometimes if you're playing, if you're touring or if you're playing with really good players, they're in demand. They are. And you can't, you know, practice for four nights before the show. Maybe you get, maybe you get one full-on practice and that's sufficient and it's enough and if they, they know the groove of the tune, you're, you're in good shape. That's true, and and you know as well as I, it's always good to have have uh, a couple extra friends that to, can also play uh, the the instruments that you that uh, are normally played by the people you regularly play with, mm -hmm. in case yeah. they can't uh, right somebody right. can't show up, so you can keep the continuity. Yeah. So uh, I euphemistic, euphemistically called it the Hugo strategy, in case somebody <laughs> can't make it and somebody else exactly can. exactly. <clears throat> So the new record, you, you're you're going to be out and about for a bit. It's just nice. So you come down here like about how long do you spend in Santa Cruz? I'm a resident of the United States. I'm a, re a resident of Santa Cruz County, uh -huh. and increasingly I'm spending more time in uh, Canada. Uh -huh. I spent uh, de December, uh, November, December, and uh, February in Canada, and also in uh, Minnesota. So you actually go north for the winter? Yes, but it's <laughs> but it's kind of, it, 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 the, there's. There's a warm ambience in this build, uh, the cottage that I built there, so it's got the big fireplace, and it, you don't you're not really exposed to the elements. Yeah, yeah. It, you're so. probably inside and writing and producing. And, 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 you, and, and you can just imagine it's kind of like a Norman Rockwell winter wonderland because most of those cottages are unoccupied in the winter, mm -hmm. and so there's no salt on the roads. It's all uh, oh okay. It, it's just they don't have to maintain it for people and right. Do all that. Yeah, it's it's you can walk you, you can go out and it, it's just a, a winter wonderland. And uh, shovel off the lake and skate. And, yeah. Uh, and what part of Canada? Uh, this is about two hours north of uh, Toronto, Canada. Okay. And uh, a place called uh, Balsam Lake. There's, mm -hmm. a, there's a song called Balsam Lake on. Uh, it's out there on YouTube that we've done a few times. And uh, and 
it's it's my roots are there that's mm-hmm. for sure I'm actually when I'm up in Canada I'm playing a concert near near my cottage on in mid-July before I head to Europe and uh, I'm really looking forward to that a Sunday afternoon concert now East Coast as you know you're always taking a chance in summer with the weather if an outdoor right. gig but uh, versus California is generally more predictable mm-hmm. but uh, I, uh, last year I did I did something for the, the city uh, they do them on uh, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night and Sunday afternoon. And I did something in mid-August last year, and it was freezing cold. <laughs> but, and that, and but we got through it, and, and so I, I decided. Well, I think I'd rather get rained out than fr- frozen out. So yeah, I've often wondered. I don't know what's worse, playing in the heat or playing in the cold. I can't decide. The Railwood Mountain Fair. I, pl- I played the first years. They they kind of rebooted it here in the first year. It was blistering hot. It was just nasty, nasty hot. And the next year, it rained and it was freezing cold. Same time, early June, same time of year. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Strawberry can be that way too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was playing in the cold. <laughs> I think I'll take the I take the heat because even though you're you're dripping and sweaty and you can move your fingers, not being able to move your fingers in the cold. I did a house concert last year um, with a, a couple of guys, and it was cold. And there were songs that I normally finger pick, and I just strummed because I couldn't do it. So. I've been in that boat. Yeah, yeah. So this new record took about ten. It's it's about ten years worth of songs. The ones you decided to put on the record, I'm sure you've written. Well, them. yeah. Uh, the way I kind of work is uh, as we're there's little pieces of scraps of pads of paper around the house and come up with an idea or uh, you come and scratch it down and and then uh, every few months I'll accumulate these and put them in a big leather book, uh, leather bound book. Mm-hmm. And then uh, every six months, I'll go into that leather-bound book, and I'll take, I'll get rid of these scraps of paper and write them into this book. And then I'll take this book and then go and uh, and see if I can make some sense out of them for for songs. And so over the course of ten years, you uh, you, you can get a lot of content, and it lets you have some original content. It's all original content, but versus writing on a deadline. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up with a, uh, oh, I have to have uh, 15 sides uh, by uh, uh, July 1st. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, it gave me it gave me the opportunity to, to have songs I was comfortable with and be able to choose from. So it was a 10-year writing project, and then it was a pro- probably a one-year uh, recording uh, mm-hmm. project. And, um, and you recorded several places, I think. I did, yeah. yeah. Uh, so with a lot of really cool people. <laughs> yeah, there are. Um, uh, we mentioned Ray Bonneville, Jimmy Norris, Jim Lewin. You know, the, ry- the rhythm section is is all star local cast, mm-hmm. which is what you, who you mentioned: Jim Lewin, um, J- uh, Jim Norris, Bill Layman, and Rick Hornbeck. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were they uh, they were with me uh, to do all that. And then we just uh, with Ray. He'd been on, he'd been on the last project, and so uh, the way I like to do this, if I'm here, then we see who's coming through town, and if I don't really care how famous anybody is, it's whether I like how they sound sure. and whether they fit, and and so if I know somebody's coming through, then we'll and we know have enough advance notice, then we'll try and pick them off and, and say uh, you have the day before or after your show. Yep. Similarly, uh, some of the people like Cindy Cash Dollar or Red Bulford, um, uh, they're great, well, uh, 
respected session people. And, uh, and so for those, uh, we send tracks to uh, Austin or, or, mm -hmm. or to Nashville and just have a studio and just record the tracks there. S similarly yeah. with John Lee Sanders, we sent tracks up to his studio in Vancouver. Actually, he, was in, he missed one track, so we had, he was in Aus Austria. <laughs> so we had to send a track over to Austria, and that's where the internet comes in pretty handy. With that's the big really pipes. efficient. I, used to, like, I was talking about that I went to Idaho a couple weeks ago for a retreat, a songwriter too, and a guy I met um, plays, kind of plays everything, guitar, banjo. He brought his dobro, but he also plays pedal steel. And I'm like, oh, pedal steel. He goes, I've got a home studio. I can just send you tracks. I'm like, that's really, because that, because someone like that, you can just say, here's, here's a wave file or an MP3. They can send you, and you don't have to, you, you save the cost of the, the studio time and, and the organization of somebody's in town. Do you have this afternoon? You talk, that all that stuff just kind of goes away. You can just say, here's my song. Here's the chart. When you have a chance in your home studio, just, you know, record some stuff and send it back. Yeah. So it's, it takes the pressure off and you, you get a lot to pick from. And those people, it, it takes the pressure off them. They're not coming through. Uh, exactly. Th they can do it at their leisure. Yeah. You just tell, I just tell them, you pick the studio, or we've got mm -hmm. people that are going there, uh, and just what what works for you. Yeah. And uh, nice. uh, everything's got to be smooth and easy. Is just like the music. That's what we like to do. Yep. I love the fact that you you actually have the last recording of the late great Sarah Elizabeth Campbell on. We do, and um, God um, bless it. God bless Sarah, the darling of Strawberry Music Festivals. There's a song on the, uh, just a songwriter CD called Austin Angel. And mm. when I was uh, preparing that, Dow, uh, our mutual friend Dallas Dobro, mm -hmm. he came up here and I put him into the studio here and I said, go listen to this. Yeah. Uh, see if I should add anything or take anything out. And he said, you should try and get Sarah onto this Austin Angel song. Oh, okay. And, but we couldn't make it the timing work. And so this was 2002. Mm -hmm. And so Skip and I didn't write or do anything for a long time. And, and uh, so then it came, came to be that uh, uh, we, we were going to be over in, uh, in uh, Austin. And uh, Perfect. Uh, Judy Painter, her, uh, her companion, and Sarah uh, both were on this uh, record. And um, Sarah rolled out of the hospital bed to put down this track. It was difficult for her. Wow. Um, wow. So, yeah, it was the last time she ever did a recording. Mm -hmm. And I feel very blessed for that that occurred. Yeah, absolutely. And Dallas was sort of the, the catalyst for that. He was, yes. Wow. And you've got Audrey Ald on here and just Zoe Muth's on here. and just, You cross paths with some really, really cool people. Well, uh, my radio guy, Fred Bonick, Americana Media Productions, mm -hmm. uh, he was the one who suggested Zoe. Because, you know, I'm, I, from a, as a vocalist, if you think of, I'm, I'm a bit like J.J. Uh, Kale or Knopfler. I'm a bit of a mumbler. I don't have a wide range. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but it he, works. And, and, and so he repped my last record, and, and he said, he's, he was the guy that said, you know, get a bunch of female vocalists to, to fatten things up. Oh, okay. And so uh, that's a good idea. Uh, that's what we decided to do, and uh, I'm pleased that we did. And uh, uh, I, Audrey and I came to know each other a little bit because there was one time where she had a gig that fell through here, mm -hmm. and uh, we, uh, through our, our mutual connections with people, we found out something for her to do that night. And, mm -hmm. and so uh, <laughs> uh, when it came time to do this record, I asked if she'd want to be on it, and. Uh, 
she said yes, and I was pleased with that. Nice, nice. Would you like to play something from the new record? We could do that. Okay. Um, Let's hear something. And you're playing your Santa Cruz OM. Santa Cruz OM, yeah. I got mine last year, and it's my it's the last guitar I'll ever need. <laughs> I got a uh, Fishman Ellipse Aura pickup in it. Uh, yeah. um, Richard Hoover said we don't like to do put pickups in guitars, but uh, oh, he didn't tell me that. I actually had one installed. Yeah. They, I have the LR bags. The pure, they're purists, you know. Yeah. This is from 2002. This this OM. And so uh, the song we'll try is called uh, True North. It's about uh, my life of going back and forth between here and, Perfect. and uh, uh, Canada and missing your uh, significant other. Heading up to the great white north Balsam Lake is my core Got a little piece of heaven there Living life without a care for the town song? I'd love to hear it. We could try that. Yeah. Okay. Or whatever you want to play. So this song was written in uh, 1997, shortly after Towns Van Zant died. And uh, it's called, uh, it's called The Towns You Left Behind.
they say New Year's Day The year was 97 His name was Towns Till then he'd won the crown Best songwriter this side of hell Life is soul searching Filled with danger and surprise He led us inside A stormy ride With no pity or alibis You know he wouldn't want To make a fuss I probably wouldn't mind If we kept in mind Than looking back at the town you left behind. Play all night long For the sake of the song He took us to His darkest places Tales of gloom He could fill the room You could see His spellbound faces Since he's been gone Now it's us that have the blues From the dirt and the dust If he could hear us He'd hear us say we love you You know we wouldn't want To make a fuss Probably wouldn't mind if we kept in mind. There's no prettier sight looking back at the town you left behind. First song you ever played live <laughs> in front of a crowd. Yes, a few years back. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, thanks and uh, love the new record, Troubadour Tales. Troubadour Tales. And yes. Safe travels. Thank you You've very got a much. Lot in your, on your on the horizon. I'm doing the yeah, and we're doing and some of the shows are in over across the pond are in fact in the true sense of the troubadour.
Uh, there's been other records called Troubadours, and people say the Troubadour, but the meaning is lost in the modern world, where uh, back then the people would travel around and play for food and lodging and travel. Mm -hmm. And there's, a, there's probably three or four of the shows I'm doing in uh, Scotland are, are that basis, where I'm staying with people and yeah, that type Couch of surfing and playing for meals. And yeah. Yeah, nice. Good luck to you. Good, you. And good meeting you finally in person. My uh, pleasure's mine, Michael. Once again, Kenny Butterill, his Santa Cruz OM, songs from Troubadour Tales, and his fan. That fan in his house I did not realize was being picked up on the recorder, but sometimes you just use what you, use what you end up with. Um, Kenny, thank you again for taking the time and the hospitality and all the goodies you sent me home with. That was really fun hanging out finally. I'm sure we'll do it again sometime. Again, Kenny Butterill is at K-E-N-N-Y-B-U-T-T-E-R-I-L-L.com. Kenny Butterill, just like it sounds. Uh, the new record is called Troubadour Tales. And speaking of Scotland, he's actually in Scotland this week as I finish this. So if you happen to pick this up and you're in Scotland, there you go. He's been touring Europe all summer long. He just finished, I think he was in Paris last week. And uh, doing cool stuff and writing great songs and, and just encountering lots of cool people that he ends up getting on his records he's a he's a great guy a great songwriter check out kennybutterill.com next time on songs of stories we're going to have an audience a short one with cozy sheridan songwriter cozy sheridan was in town a couple of weeks ago and i got to talk to her briefly before her show at the ugly mug cafe in soquel california uh, we were going to talk longer but you know, sound check and dinner i didn't want to take up too much of her time but we got to talk a little bit and i have some some songs off her new record I'll preview for you and you can hear a little bit about Cozy Sheridan that's coming up and then coming up for me um, later this month I'll be at the Palo Alto Festival of the Arts I'm playing with Steve Kritzer again we haven't been playing together for a while just, it's been a busy year so it'll be me Steve Kritzer and Jeff Baker at the Palo Alto Festival of the Arts on Sunday August 23rd and then a little later in September and the third week in September I'll be up at the American River Music Festival in Coloma California where I go every year to host the songwriter showcase and play a couple of songs and hang out and play a lot of music and stay up at camp and cavort like we always do in camp so if you're on the west coast want to go to a great little music festival the American River Music Festival is coming up very soon you can find out about all about that by going to my page michaelgather.com and go to the calendar section again once again, the, uh, the Hang It Up video is on my blogs page, and today we were talking to Kenny Butterill, K-E-N-N-Y-B-U-T-T-E-R-I-L-L.com. Thank you again for listening to Songs and Stories. We'll talk to you really soon. I won't make it as much of a delay next time. I appreciate it. Whether you heard this on my website, um, over Twitter, Facebook, um, iTunes, a download, or if you caught this on the weekend on KC Cafe Radio or Grateful Dread Radio Nashville. We appreciate your time. Please support these artists and buy their CDs because some people out there like me still buy CDs. We'll talk to you next time. Take care. Thanks. <laughs>